church. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord another good hand clap of praise on this last Sunday morning of worship. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Just welcome everyone to the house of the Lord today. So thankful for you to be here. Those watching the live stream, we thank you for tuning in this afternoon. It's the last Sunday of 2023, and we just come together to give praise to Jesus, glorify the name of the Lord, thank Him for the, what He has done for us this year, hallelujah, so we just praise the name of the Lord today, so thankful for everyone to be here this morning, trust everyone had a, a, a great Christmas, and uh, now we're into the, the new the coming year, looking forward to 2024. We'll make some announcements this morning. Look, uh, mention some birthdays that we're going to have uh, tomorrow, being the first of January. Uh, Sister Wilma's going to have a birthday on tomorrow, so let's wish her a happy birthday. <laughs> Normally, I always say Sister Kessie can't wait to get another year older, but it looks like you take the prize on that one now, since she's no longer first. You are so. Happy birthday, and uh, we're mentioning Sister Kessie, hers is on Thursday the 4th, so wish her a very happy birthday, and we wish Brother Douglas a happy birthday on Saturday. Happy birthday, brother. May the Lord richly bless each and every one of you on your birthday, so thank the Lord for you. Uh, just remember, the, this coming Wednesday is our corporate prayer uh, night, so the first Wednesday of the month, we'll have our prayer meeting. We'll get together and have our devotion. We have corporate prayer where we pray for specific things uh, as, as a group, and then we have individual prayers that we take. And uh, Do not forget that out on the, the uh, welcome desk out there, there's these prayer request cards. And any prayer request that is written down on here, we pray for them on our monthly prayer on Wednesday. So that'll be this Wednesday. So if you want something specific prayed for, 
We will be praying over these prayer requests, so don't forget those that's out there on the welcome desk. And, and so we will be uh, coming together on Wednesday for our church prayer. Looking forward to that. And so we'll just be getting into the new year. The time just keeps coming and going and coming and going. So we're going to keep it on to keep it on. Uh, keeping on for Jesus and doing what we need to be, having the things of the Lord uh, at the forefront of our minds as we begin this new year. And so look forward to that. Let's see. I believe that is all of the announcements other than uh, make plans to be with us tonight, 8 p.m., uh, our watch night service. Uh, come expecting a great time in the Lord. We're going to uh, begin at 8 o'clock and somewhere around 10. Uh, we'll take uh, about an hour break or so and uh, have a little bit of food and fellowship in the fellowship hall. We'll come back in here for the last hour of the uh, year 2023. And uh, we'll pray in, uh, pray out the old year and in the new year in the watch night service. It's a great time in the Lord. And uh, this night, tonight, we will be having a baptism right after our watch night service. <laughs> sister Wilma, I'm already calling her Sister Wilma because that's what she's going to be. She's getting baptized uh, after our service tonight. So, yes, thank the Lord. So, uh, come support our sister in the Lord and watch her to be baptized. She want to be baptized on her birthday. So after after we pray out the, the old year and in the new year, uh, well, it'll be her birthday <laughs> on the first. So that's what we're going to do. Thank the Lord. So and uh, just bring something with you to to, uh, to eat tonight uh, for our fellowship. Uh, don't forget about that. Just bring some kind of finger food, snack food, uh, some sort of good junk food that don't none of us need. And uh, we'll have some of that. Praise the Lord. And then next Sunday, uh, we'll be back to, together for our normal Sunday morning service, and it'll be Mission Sunday, the first Sunday of the month, the 7th, so remember next Sunday as our Missionary Sunday. Praise the Lord. All righty. So with the uh, end of the year in mind uh, for our devotion today, uh, Lord, give me this uh, scripture in Psalm 114, it talks about uh, the children of Israel and the praise for the, the exodus of Egypt. They're leaving Egypt. And so as we are exiting 20 and 23, this scripture is really good uh, in how the children of Israel praise God for delivering them. And I want you, as we read these, think this year of what the Lord has, how the Lord has made a way in your life in some situation, some circumstance, uh, that he he has provided for you. He's made a way. Maybe you didn't see a way clearly right at the forefront of it, but the Lord made a way. He's he's made. Uh, maybe you have been you have felt dried out at some point in time that you felt like you were just farther away from the Lord. But then the Lord refreshed you. The Lord uh, just refreshed you. So let's look at Psalm one fourteen. It's only eight verses. It begins reading verse one like this: "Is when Israel." went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of strange language. Judah became his sanctuary. He's talking about the land of Judah. And Judah means praised as well as what Judah means. And Israel, his dominion. Verse 3 said, Then the sea saw it and fled. 
Jordan turned back. The mountains skipped like rams, the little hills like lambs. What ails you, O sea, that you fled? O Jordan, that you turned back. O mountains, that you skip like rams. Now, you know, uh, the word says that when God came down on the mountain to meet Moses, the mountain quaked. Talking about an earthquake. The, the mountains quaked. So it says, uh, uh, tremble in verse 7, tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of God, the God of Jacob. Verse 8 said, who turned the rock into a pool of water, the flint into a fountain of waters. Hallelujah. They're praising God for taking care of them and the, uh, asking the earth in the presence of God Almighty. Even the earth quakes. Even the, the waters were parted and they, as they made their escape across the Red Sea. And I know that the Lord has done that for us this year. So I ask you this afternoon, how is your praise going to be for the Almighty today who has made a way for you this year in 2023? This is the last Sunday of the year. Let's worship the Lord. Let's praise Him for making a way. We may have been dry sometime through the year, but the Lord refreshes. He is, he is that refreshment. He is that water, that drink that we need. He is the spirit that we need, His holy presence living inside of us. I'm so thankful for everything that He has done for me and my family this entire year. Maybe it wasn't perfect all year, but He made a way. He made a way through it all year. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to rejoice in Jesus Christ today. Worship the Lord as the praise team comes today. Hallelujah. Glory to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise.
that there's a group of angels that's in heaven around the throne. They do not cease day and night singing, holy, holy. So when you're standing right here and we're saying holy, we're actually singing with angels because they're singing that they've been singing it. Hallelujah. He's holy, he's holy. Just picture that in your mind as we continue to worship.
Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. He is worthy of it all. Hallelujah, hallelujah. He deserves the glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Glory to his mighty name. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise be your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's just meditate upon the Lord for a few moments. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's just keep praising him in our mind, telling him he's worthy. Hallelujah. You are worthy of it all, Father. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise your name. Glory to your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you, we praise you, we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah, yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. God is good. All the time. And all the time. God is good. Let's give him one more hand clap of praise this afternoon. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. God is good all the time. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. I wonder if there's someone wants to stand and give a praise to Jesus uh, before we take uh, up the off tithes and offering for the week. Let's feel like maybe someone wants to stand and give a praise, a testimony to the Lord. Yes, Sister Susie. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, amen. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory. Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are worthy. You are worthy. You are worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sure. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. We praise you. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, he's worthy, church. He's worthy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name. We thank you for Caleb, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank the Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. That is such a wonderful testimony. Hallelujah. That he is sober now. Hallelujah. And he will listen to that word now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Devil, you're a liar. Hallelujah. Caleb belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You cannot have him, will not have him. Hallelujah. In the words of Brother Travis Smith, the devil's a punk. Amen. He's a punk. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I'm trying to move on. Praise the Lord. Sometimes the Lord is just worthy of some praise, church. Hallelujah. He's just worthy of some praise. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Yes, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank the Lord. Praise his holy name. We're going to uh, receive a tithe and offering for this week. You can uh, go out there to the welcome desk and use a kiosk out there. If if you have uh, some extra funds in your account and you need to get rid of them or the government will take them, (laughs) Last day of the year, we'll be glad to help you out in that. Just wanted to throw that out there. <laughs> we'll help you out. <laughs> the church will help you out that way. But praise the name of the Lord. But God, God bless you today as we uh, uh, take up the tithes and offering. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. You are worthy of all praise. Hallelujah. You are worthy. And we just bless that name of Jesus. Hallelujah. The name above every name. Hallelujah. And Lord, right now as we receive a tithes and offering for the week, Lord, we just ask to bless the gift and the giver today. Hallelujah. And we just bring you praise and glory. Let it come back uh, to praise your name. Let everything be adorned according to your will, your riches in, in mercy and grace. Hallelujah, Heavenly Father. We just praise you in the mighty name of Jesus. Let everyone say, God bless you as you give today. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Jesus, lover of my soul, Jesus, I will never let you go. You've taken me from the fiery clay. Jesus, 
church hallelujah just like that wonderful testimony from sister Susie we just heard you hold on to Jesus hallelujah Woo, glory to the name of the Lord many prayers went up for Caleb hallelujah each and every day calling out his name telling the devil he can't have him and he come through it hallelujah with the help of Jesus hallelujah thank the Lord praise and we're going to change order to service this time dismiss for children's church and uh, let you meet and greet uh, this afternoon, and uh, Pastor will be bringing the word. How many's looking forward to the word today? Amen. Word. It feels so good just being.
you. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord a hand clap of praise while you make your way back to your seats. I can barely contain myself today. This year of 2023, we're going to take it out in a bang. Of the power of the Holy Ghost. I think everybody knows what happened. When it happened, I should say, but uh, that sister, that Sunday that Sister Susie came down right here and began to call out to the Lord, that, that mother's heart, praying, God can't turn her back to something like that. Something broke in Caleb that day. And God is simply so good to all of us. Three days ago, I didn't expect to be here today because something something transpired with me that um, I, uh, to be honest, my first thoughts, I said, oh, no, I'm going to miss watch night service. What made me say that, or think that, rather, it's something that I have been through, as most of you know, too many times, and I always have ended up in the hospital. I woke up with hurting in my left kidney, and I first thought, at first, uh, I, well, I've been drinking a lot of soft drinks here lately, and I can't... I, I know better to do that because I do have problem hurts in my kidney when I do that. But uh, then day before yesterday, I got up and it was on this side, going around uh, from around to the front. 
and I recognize that pain. I've been down that road too many times. I told Sister Darlene about it, and we both began to pray. I began, I says, Lord, you can take care of this. I says, I don't have to. I said, I've been down enough. I, <coughs> I say, how many Sundays in a row have you had to preach it? Two or three. See, I've, I've been dealing with all that other junk, and uh, this is my first time behind the pulpit to preach it. Ronnie said I'd do it in three Sundays in a row because I wasn't able. I'm afraid I'd get to coughing. And, um, but I just began believe God and walk in faith. And all of a sudden, the pain stopped. And I gave God praise. I said, well, I guess he just resolved it because I hadn't had any more pain but I was still having a kind of burning sensation. And I came uh, here this morning and uh, went to the restroom and back in my office now uh, on that desk is a kidney stone that I passed this morning here at church. First time ever I've had one that they didn't have. It was, they didn't. Uh, they had to go in there and uh, and break it up. So uh, God is good, and all the time, give Him a praise. You don't want to miss the service tonight. Ever since I was a small kid, uh, even when I didn't really understand what it was all about, but I still enjoyed it. And watch night service was a, a special service for me. And, uh, and God is going to do something powerful in his body this coming year. God... Uh, uh, a few weeks back, gave me uh, a vision and a motto to set for our church for 2024, and maybe we recently had a, a banner fixture so in the hallway, hung up there, maybe you saw it coming in, reaching more in 24. That's what we're going to be doing. We're going we're gonna to be making all the effort that we can to win the soul. God spoke to me and let me know. God says, if you do just a little bit, I'm going to bring the prodigals home. Those that's been out, I'm going to call them back. Hallelujah. Those that's never come in, I'm going to give them new life. Hallelujah. But we can't sit on our seat and do nothing, expect God to do it all. I have to sow a seed before I can expect to receive a harvest. It's in the natural and it's in the spiritual. And what's going to take place tonight, amen, with Sister Wilma back there, is, is not just coincidence. Hallelujah. When I found out and that she was wanting to be baptized and would like to be baptized on her birthday, I knew when her birthday was and what day of the weekend it was. <laughs> and um, I said, well, what we can do is after we come down and pray the old year out and the new year in, 
uh, then right after, immediately after that, we can baptize because it will, be, it will be 2024, January the 1st. God is giving a sign of what's to come, folks. Listen to me. We're going to start that off in a bang. She's going to be the first of many God things that God is going to do in this next year. <coughs> hey. I ain't going to be sitting in a bench on the sideline when the train pulls out of the depot. You can sit there. I mean, I, I'm, I'm an old-time train traveler. My daddy worked on the Edelman Railroad for 40 years, and, and uh, he, he had a pass with him. And any time we wanted to go, any, him or the family wanted to go anywhere, and we've been everywhere on, uh, on trains. I, I grew up on, on the trains. I, Amen. And there, I, I, there have been some people sit in the lobby and on a bench eating popcorn or reading a magazine and miss the train when it pulls out. But I'm going to tell you what, this train here that God's driving, I'm not going to be on the sideline. I'm going to be right in the hot center of it. Hallelujah. Woo, glory to God. Now I feel the Holy Ghost today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to your name. We're going to get into the message right now. We're going back into the Old Testament. Way on back, we're going to go back to Joshua. Chapter 7. And we're going to read verses 2 through 5. Hallelujah. Now Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai which is beside Beth-Avon, on the east side of Bethel, and spoke to them, saying, Go up, spy out the country. So the men went up and spied out Ai, and they returned to Joshua and said to him, Do not let all the people go up, but let two or three thousand men go up and attack Ai. Do not worry all the people there, for the people of Ai are few. So about 3,000 men went up there from the people, but they fled before the men of Ai, and the men of Ai struck down 36 men, for they chased them from before the gate as far of Shevarim, and struck men down on the descent. Therefore the hearts of the people melted and became like water. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we stand today with gratitude and thanksgiving that you have brought us through this year. For many, it's not been an easy year. For many, there's been loss of loved ones, and our heart still aches from that, and many struggles. But Lord, we stand here still thankful because it's because of you, by your grace and your mercy, that we made it through this time. And now, Lord, as I begin to bring this last Sunday morning message for this year, I'm asking God that you will speak to us and give us, Lord, what you would have us to receive 
something to carry in this coming year. And everything's accomplished. We'll give you the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Let the church say, God bless you and be seated. I want to speak to you today on a subject titled, Don't Take God for Granted. Think about that. Because this is a powerful word that God put in my spirit that he wanted me to deliver to everybody that's here and to also those that's watching by means of the live stream, wherever you may be. Don't take God for granted. I just wonder, and I'm not asking for a show of hands, but I just want you to think, has there ever been anybody here felt like it's somebody took you for granted. It's not a good feeling, is it? When you know somebody is playing you, somebody is using you. It's not a good feeling. Uh, sometimes, sometimes children take parents for granted. Sometimes, and a whole lot of a lot of times, Americans have taken our blessings for granted. But we need to consider our life and where we would be right now if it wasn't for the grace and the mercy of God. And we need to go into this new year with a mindset that first we say, Lord, forgive me for ever taking you for granted about anything and don't let me ever do it again. Don't ever let me do it again. Now, everybody knows the story about Jericho and how the walls fell flat when the people shouted for victory after marching around the walls seven times. And all Israel was amazed at how God gave them a great victory in their first battle in the promised land. After a period of rest to recuperate, they were ready for the next city on their road to conquest. I mean, they had come out of Egypt, made it through the wilderness, crossed the Jordan, and Jericho was their first city, it was their first battle. And it was a miraculous thing, what God did in causing those walls. And by the way, uh, people who don't believe in the Word of God and, what the, and that the Bible is true and accurate history, every time archaeologists make discoveries about something, it always proves the text of the Bible. Never disproves it. And they have found in the last two or three years, archaeologists, they have found evidence of those walls that fell flat way back then when Joshua uh, and the army went through. Amen. But the people now, they, 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 they rested and they recuperated 
from that great battle. Joshua wanted to send men out to, to, to spy out uh, the land. And uh, they didn't give an evil report like they did uh, 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 back way back their forefathers did uh, and caused them to wander in the wilderness for 40 days. But the report they gave, they told, they told Joshua, said, well, we don't need to call muster up everybody. Just send two or 3,000 men and army and we, we can take this, amen, with no problem. But the people made a tragic mistake as they approached this city called Ai. They took for granted that the blessing and favor of God would always be there. They talked Joshua into only sending a fragment of a fighting man to secure the victory at Ai. Joshua, we don't need to send everybody up there. We got this. We got this. That was the feeling of everybody in the camp. Somebody no doubt thought, well, this right here, after I saw the eye, this right here is just going to be like child's play. Amen. Compared to what we done been through, this is child's play here. But they're boasting of what they could do ended in shame and defeat. Many people are guilty of taking the blessings and favor of God for granted. Sometimes we become too familiar with Him, His blessings and all the things He has done for us. We come to think, listen to me now, we come to think that we deserve His favor and that God will jump every time I holler. Hmm? Think about that. Amen. But the Israelites found out the hard way that that's not the way it's always going to be. Hallelujah. Especially when you take our Heavenly Father for granted. Now, God is a God of mercy, grace, and love. I understand that. I'm not disavowing that. But it would do us good never to forget that God is also a God of justice, discipline, and recompense. The Bible lets us know in just as many chapters and verses in the Bible that it talks about His grace, love, and mercy. It lets us know that He's a God of justice, Amen, and recompense. Amen. So it would be good for us to know that. See, this is a situation. God spoke to Joshua and told the people before they went in to Jericho. He says, now when you conquer this, I'm going to give you the victory. But you do not touch any of the plunder and the spoils of war. This is going to be dedicated, uh, it's going to be dedicated to me. Don't you take nothing. It was a curse to them. They was not to take anything. It was, they was to destroy everything and not leave nothing. See, it was what, what God wanted to do 
is to cleanse the time and, 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 and the city. And I mean, God's people was moving on. Amen. Into that promised land. And the land needed to be cleansed. But there was a man by the name of Achan. He thought, well, as he was going through Jericho, he went, in, went into one place and he found a Babylonian garment and a piece of gold. He, it was more than what his eyes could keep his hands from grabbing. Amen. Have you ever been in a place where your eyes, amen, made your hands grab something that you couldn't grab? I, don't, I won't go too far there. Oh, Achan, he got that Babylonian, Babylonian garment, that wedge of gold. He run back to his tent, and there he hid it. He says, nobody will be the wiser. And when they was defeated at Ai, Joshua began to cry out to God, what in the world's going on? You blessed us back there in Jericho, but here's a smaller city, a smaller place. And they, man, they made us tuck our behinds and run. God told him, he said, you got sin in the camp. And as long as you got sin in the camp, don't expect my blessings. Oh, hallelujah. As long as there's sin, you don't take for granted my favor and my love and my blessings. Yet I enjoyed pouring it out on you. I enjoyed giving you all this. Hallelujah. Amen. But don't never take what I give you for granted. God is talking to us today, folks. Come on. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, Israel was a chosen nation. <laughs> but when they took God for granted, God didn't take it lightly. The fact, and listen to me, and I underline, underline this in my notes because God really, hallelujah, he really struck this in my spirit. The fact that you're a predestined seed of God does not mean you can do anything you want to do. Just because you have been filled with the Holy Ghost and talking tongues like a Chinese phone book don't mean you can just do your own thing. Hallelujah. You should fear God and submit yourself to Him else He's going to show you the judgment side of Him. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, there's two areas that I'm going to cover in our message today, two points. I'm, I'm, the first one's going to be for the believers, for the saints of God, those that's been born again. And then I'm going to talk, amen, shortly to those who's never have repented, never been baptized, and never come to Christ. So first to the church, to the saints. Number one, we stand or fall by the mercies of God. Don't never take for granted that what you do, you've done on your own. Come on, somebody. Amen. If you are still standing right there this last Sunday of this year, 
and you got through this year without backsliding, it ain't because you've been a mighty good boy or a mighty good girl. If you're still standing, it's because God has gave you that grace. What happens to young people, amen, amen, uh, uh, like um, different ones uh, that gets involved in drugs and gets hooked, amen, and all that? Don't ever think it can't happen to you, sweetheart, because I guarantee you, if you take God for granted, it can and it will. I learned a long time ago that I stand or I fall by the mercies of God. Not by how good I am, how strong I am in the spirit. It's by God's grace I am. Hallelujah. Amen. Like um, I, 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 I believe I believe it was uh, <coughs> I believe it was Dwight Moody. If I'm, I'm not mistaken, a story about him as he was walking down. Uh, uh, this, uh, an area known as Skid Row in Chicago back in the 1800s. And as he was walking down a Skid Row, there were people literally laying in the gutters. Amen. Sloppy, drunk. Amen. And on the streets and uh, didn't have no, no future and no hope. But this man by the name of Moody looked there and he saw and he said, there lays white mood except by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Satan knows how to slip pride and arrogance into our thought patterns. Especially when we have been through spiritual battles and we've overcome it all. Sometimes we let our chest stick out further than the older boot do. Sometimes our head gets a little bit too big. Glory to God. Amen. So the devil knows how to make us arrogant and, and, and self-centered. Come on, somebody. You see, the flesh loves to exalt itself. The flesh loves to pat himself on the back. Oh, you're a good old boy, Sandy. You're a good old boy. Yeah. Sometimes we love tooting our own horn. Glory to God. Amen. And we, we take credit sometimes for things that we didn't have nothing to do with and we don't deserve that credit. Now, when you start thinking like the Israelites did, hey, I got this, or this is a piece of cake, you're on a slippery slope that's going to only head down. Amen. See, it's all right to have faith, but having faith is not saying I got this. It's saying the Lord and me's got it. God's got this. Hallelujah. You see the difference in that. Amen. And so we get, we get heading down the wrong path. Proverbs chapter 16, <coughs> verse 18. Pride... Words a little small there, but maybe you can read them. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before fall. Hey, I got this. I can overcome this. This is a piece of cake. 
Well, according to Scripture, I'm headed for a fall. I'm headed for a fall. It's nothing but a self-righteous pride that makes us think we got this or we can handle this on our own, leaving God completely out of the equation. I'm here to still tell you, folks, without God, you can't do nothing. I don't care how long I... I've been in church all my life. I've been preaching since I was 14 years old. Amen. But I can't do nothing without God. I recognize Him. Hallelujah. That's why I pray so hard and long for the anointing to always rest upon me and to rest on our services here. So sometimes in my prayers I say, Lord, I need your anointing today as I minister or as we worship because, Lord, I don't trust Sammy. I don't trust me, but I trust the anointing of God because the Holy Ghost will never lead me down the wrong path. It will always give me what is needed for the whole. Glory. Once you go that far, if you think, well, I got this, and you leave God out of the equation, once you go that far, it won't be long before you're thinking, huh, well, the devil himself can't make me fall. Amen. I'm telling you the truth, folks. Amen. It's just one step further down after other. You begin to think, well, the devil can't make me fall. The devil can't bring, me, bring nothing on me. He can take me down. But what's the Bible say about that? 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 12. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands take heed lest he fall. Well, so church, we're blessed today. We got something to be thankful for because God has brought us this far. I like that old gospel song. It sings, we've come this far by faith, leaning on the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Now let's, let's get to the unconverted, to those who've never come to God in repentance, those who've never been baptized. Some of these people, they, they realize that they, they need to do something but they hear the message preached time and time again and they will walk away from it and not never make a change because they take for granted that God's Spirit will always be there. Amen. So I'm going to talk about never take God's long-suffering for granted. God is a long-suffering God. That simply means in our language... He's willing to put up with you longer than what you're willing to put up sometimes. I'm glad for God's long-suffering. I'm glad he puts up with me more than he should. Hallelujah. Amen. But some people think, well, I can wait. I, you know, I got things... That I need to do, and I don't want to focus too much. I don't want to get too churchy. I don't want to have to go to church all the time. So, what you're doing is taking God's mercy and His grace for granted. 
Now, I know, I know what the herd says, but like a sign I saw in, uh, in, a, in somebody's yard the other day, I'm not following the herd, I'm following the word. I know what the herd says, all these modern, modern preachers, but you won't hear this fellow ever tell anybody you can get saved anytime you want to because that's, that, that's not so. You cannot come to God anytime you want. Listen to me. Put this down. Take it for granted. It ain't about you. It's about him. And my Bible tells me that nobody can come to God unless the Spirit draws them. You've got to have the conviction power of the Holy Ghost tugging at your heart, knocking. And don't take for granted that that knock's going to continue forever because Jesus said, my, well, God said, my spirit shall not always strive with men. There's a world of people right now taking the long-suffering of God for granted. God's waiting. He's, he don't want to see nobody lost. He wants to see everybody come to repentance. <coughs> but there's going to be millions that's going to wait too late someday. There are some who Satan gets to think they have gotten away with sin since they have done their own thing without God for so long. Well, I've made it this far. I can make it a little longer. Hmm? Everything's going to be fine. I mean, I pulled the wool over mama's eye, daddy's eye, church's eye. Everything's going to be cool. Hallelujah. You're on dangerous ground. You're taking too much for granted. They begin to take God for granted that their hearts will become, when they begin to take God for granted, soon their hearts are going to become calloused and they feel secure in their condition. But what does the scripture say about this? Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 11. Because the sentence against an evil deed is not executed speedily, the heart of the children of men is fully set to do evil. Some people think as well, God's hammer ain't come down on me yet. Boom. It's coming. How do I know it's coming? Galatians chapter 6 verse 7. Do not be deceived. Don't deceive yourself. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that will he also reap. <coughs> Don't take God's long suffering to you for granted. I'm telling you, church, and I'm, uh, I'm telling those who who's hadn't given up yet and you still won't submit to repentance, you won't submit to water baptism in Jesus' name, you won't submit to receiving the Holy Ghost in your life. You will reap the seed that you've sown. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but I guarantee you there's a reckoning time coming. There's a reckoning time coming. I'm fixing to wind it down, but I want to. I want to mention one other man. 
who took things for granted. His name was Samson. You remember Samson? He was a champion. Amen. He did mighty, mighty things. But he took for granted. See, most pictures you see of, of Samson, you got this uh, big, muscular-looking dude. About uh, like the Incredible Hooks if he wasn't green. But I don't, I don't look at it that way at all because when you go back through the book of Judges and everything that you've seen that Samson did before he was able to do it, the Bible says the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. And he did so and so. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him and he went and picked up the gates of a city, posts and all, and took them out and sent them from on a hillside somewhere. The Spirit of the Lord came upon him, and he picked up a donkey's jack, uh, a, a jawbone, and slew a thousand men. Why? Was it all about him? No. It took the Spirit of the Lord coming upon him to do that. But Samson made the mistake of taking that for granted. Judges chapter 16, verse 20. <clears throat> and she said, now that's, that's Delilah talking. Anybody recognize Delilah? Hmm. Don't look to your neighbor when I ask you, will you recognize Delilah? <laughs> Hallelujah. And she said, the Philistines are upon you, Samson. So he awoke from his sleep and said, I will go out as before at other times and shake myself free. But he did not know that the Lord had departed from him. Amen. The Lord, uh, as, a, uh, as that, uh, that song years ago uh, used to say, uh, 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 three men he admired the most, the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, that took the last train for the coast. Mm. Well, the Lord had done jumped on the last train out of there, and Samson didn't even know he was gone. I mean, see, he, if you read the whole story, he kept toying with all around every time Delilah would try to get him uh, to talk and, and, and spill his heart. And he had come up and he said, well, if you uh, tie me with new cords and never has been tied and everything, I'll be as any man. And, and uh, she would have him tied while he was asleep. See, it, that wasn't the only time that she had gotten Samson to sleep in her lap. There was a process. And he would always get around and he would get up when she would say the Philistines upon you and shake himself and he would be free. He couldn't be captured. But he took for granted that was going to always happen. Finally he went too far. He finally went too far. And the scripture says he thought with himself I'm going to go out as before 
at the other times and shake myself free. He didn't have no less muscles. He still had the muscles he fell, he had when he fell asleep in Delilah's lap. The only difference is he didn't have the Spirit of God to empower those muscles. He didn't have the Spirit of God to empower. And he wound up with his eyes put out, bound, and turning an old treadmill, grinding for the Philistines. Church and everyone no matter where you're at, as we enter in this new year, please don't take the things of God for granted. Don't keep on thinking, I've gotten by this far, I can always do Well, no, it's not going to always be. And God is making a call right now. <coughs> he said, I'm fixing the bliss pour out my spirit but don't take it for granted let's stand together hallelujah if anybody needs prayer today the altars are open we'll be glad uh, to pray with you God's Spirit is dealing with you. Don't take that Spirit for granted. Let's take it and receive it. Hallelujah. I'm going to sing that chorus again. I did during the uh, during the offering because He is the lover of my soul. He's the lover of your soul. Let's make a commitment to Him right now that we're going to never let Him go.
Give him a hand clap of praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Okay, all of our elders need to come. We're going to know our prayer clock. Several years ago, Darlene, she was having having trouble, and this was back before I ever lost any weight. I was pretty sad, and she was a whole lot smaller than what she is now. But we'd go out somewhere walking, I could leave her way behind, and she'd be back and hardly breathe. I knew something was wrong, and they did X-rays, and they found. Spots, something there. It was in your lung, right? Is that right? Set a set of time to go get a biopsy, and there there was something wrong because she was having one of them effects. But uh, went there, and the doctor come back real quick, and he said he t- told me says uh, it shrunk from what it was. I want to wait a little while longer, then we'll go back and we'll do it, do the biopsy. Went back and had the biopsy again scheduled. And again, he come out pretty quick, a lot quicker than what I was. He told me it would take. There wasn't no biopsy ever done. He said, there wasn't nothing there to biopsy. So all you got to do is have faith. Now, come on around here. We've anointed this cloth. We're going to lay our hands on it. And we're going to speak healing in the name of Jesus. Right now, in the name of the Lord. Lord, there's nothing impossible with you. God, I'm asking God right now that this prayer cross as a point of contact in Jesus' name will be a healing factor, Lord. We command it in Jesus' name. I speak life. I speak health. I speak healing. In the name of Jesus, let it be right now. We call out your name. Right now, Lord, right now, Lord, right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Right now, Lord. Yes. Hallelujah. You promised us, Lord. That whatever we expect, we'll receive it. In Jesus' name, we claim it right now. Hallelujah. 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 Yes. She's feeling the presence of the Lord right now. Right now, Lord. Right now, Lord. Right now, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. 
Let's receive it and believe it. all call uh, that family out in prayer as you dismiss everybody in prayer. That's, remember, tonight, 8 o'clock, I hope everybody will be here. I'm expecting a great time. We're going to um, have a little fellowship. And you can um, break sandwiches, chips, or whatever. We've got plenty of tea and stuff like that to bring back there, some cookies or whatever. I know we're go- uh, I've had some visitors tell me that they were going to uh, be here tonight, so we're expecting uh, uh, that uh, some visitors to come in tonight, but let's as we dismiss, let's remember this prayer request. Yes. remember that as well then. All right. All right. Father God, we come to you right now. We thank you, God, because we can come to you in prayer. These special needs, we come before you right now. I pray for the uh, Caps family right now. In Jesus' name, be with these children and this family. In the name of Jesus, help them through this time. Sister Deborah, we pray that you will go with her. Help her, God, in what she's fixing to deal with right now, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We also mention uh, uh, Mindy in prayer, and that you will help her, God, and heal her, touch her body. Um, amen. Just uh, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you right now, that whole situation right now, Thank you for your goodness and grace. Bless each and every one. Keep them saved. Bring us back tonight at the appointed time. In Jesus' name, let everybody say. God bless you. We love you.